Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, welcome everybody. Uh, we got keywords. Uh, another day for you to win $1,000 at 220. We'll reveal the first keyword of the afternoon. We'll continue that 20 after each hour. The Moist Line is back. We've got people lined up. I don't think they're going to talk about the elections or what they're going to talk about. Uh, that'll happen in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, we're expecting another vote count dump from L.A. County. It was a bit of a surprise that they dumped some votes yesterday because they had announced it was going to come Friday. So when I saw that, I thought they weren't going to release any more, but apparently they are going to. It's, it's a holiday, though. The government workers it are is. I've seen everybody holiday? everywhere today like it was the weekend. Uh, oh, yeah. I must live near old government workers. I, I saw school children, which I understand. They closed the schools today, but... I saw a lot of adults just walking around doing nothing like it was. Uh, oh, yeah, zombie cubicle workers. Like, well, <laughs> I, I, yeah, government's right. This is not right. a holiday for most companies that no. I know of. <clears throat> no, it's Veterans Day, though. No, it's a government holiday. Yeah. I thought well, that was going to be Monday. I thought they just did Monday recognition. They never did that for Veterans Day. That has some historical significance. Because it's 11 11? No. Uh, well, s- something happened on November 11th, and I forgot. What. I see. But, right. uh, and I don't remember this in past years. But uh, but the thing is, why are government workers getting off? I mean, something special well, for not. the. Oh, yeah, the state not. and federal workers are off today. Uh, take a look at the live feed. They're, at, they're working away in the L.A. County Registrar's all right, office. All right. Yeah, I sent you the link. There they. Oh, thanks. Did you check it out? <laughs> the Treaty of Versailles is that the? Uh... Yes. Oh, thank you. That's the reason it's November 11th. Uh, okay, moving hmm, on. The uh, the uh, they're gov- working, so they're not all. Yeah, but they're not state workers. They're county workers. Well, you said government workers. Government workers, state and federal government workers are getting off today. Yes, there's no mail delivery today. But not county workers. Well, I don't know. I specifically checked for state and federal today. Well, it's an official video stream that a listener forwarded us, the Los Angeles County Registrar Recorder County Clerk. And you can see them. uh, There's two camera feeds. There's just people walking around. Uh, Some are sitting at desks. I guess they're sorting through the mail ballots. 
Then there's these big bins and carts that they're moving around, and there they are. They're working away at the vote count. Um, listeners send this thought they were moving very slowly. I don't know. Of what, course they are. When you're at a desk, how fast you have to move. Are they going to get fired if they don't hit a deadline? No. <laughs> They're going to lose any uh, vacation time? Any any uh, medical benefits? Pensions? No. They're not going to get demoted. Nothing. Nothing is going to well, happen to them. They don't. They don't. They could. There's just... no changeover in office anyway. Hey, you until know what? December. What does it matter? The truth is, no, no. Here's what matters. No, no. This this is a perfect example. We pay God knows how many hundreds of billions of dollars in taxes. And you can't get them to do the simplest duty, counting votes. And there's all kinds of excuses. And it's all nonsense. It's all bull crap. You, uh, you, you know what the turnout is going to be, give or take a little bit. You, you get the employees, set the shifts, come up with the system. I looked again today. We are by far the least counted state. By far. It's not even close. How, I, well, here's I, my I, question I, every time you say that. How many states send everybody a mail-in ballot and say, do what you want? And I don't if, think a lot of them do. But if you set that up. which well, is, that's the reason has, we're but, slow, no, because that no, is archaic. No. No. Well, yes. And well, then the no, second no, no, half, no. Of, let, me let me finish. No, you didn't let, let me finish. Let, the second half of that is everybody seems to be dumping them on the last day. Well, that's you, the other you, thing that went with that. You set up that possibility. You in government. If, right. But if, you're blaming the workers. Yes, when I this am is blaming the, the workers. Because, well, the workers, including the supervisors and the people who run these uh, these departments. Right. The county registrar's office. You know what the, what the laws are. You know what the habits of people are. Therefore, you have to build a system that's going to work. That's your job. Not to say, oh, well, you know, they're, they're, we just don't have the resources. We don't have the time. We don't have the, the, the manpower. No, 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 no. You put all this into law. This was your system. You should create an infrastructure to handle this quickly and efficiently. That's your job. It's not my job. But the, nobody and, can I, find I, 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 employees I, I, right now. Oh, well, yes. There's, a, there, there's, 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 pl there's plenty there's of employees a, out people, there. People don't oh, want to work. For a government job? Oh, for a government job. Work. No, I no, mean, no. They'll look not. At the restaurants and all the other places. They no. can't find workers. The, no, really. Those people. You they, want to bring in like a million extra workers <laughs> to grab the ballots and they, count them faster? No, they will work for the government because with the government, you don't have to work, but you get paid well, right? Well, they can't for, hire them for, full time, though. For all the. That's they would only come in here for the election. Their so it's a temporary job. No, no, no. That's their problem. You create a system, you have to staff the system. Otherwise, don't create the system. Okay, this is optional. They didn't have to create this monstrosity. This never happened before for 150 years. This doesn't happen in the other, uh, I could say, 47 states. Seems to be three states that have this problem. Arizona and Nevada have, have a similar problem, although ours is far worse. I'm looking at some of the congressional races. They have less than half the votes counted. Less than half. And it's Friday. It's now three days later, and more than half the votes votes are still sitting there. Because most of the other just... states, people voted the old-fashioned way no, by no, machine, no. and it got tabulated. But it's, there were very few people that knew in ballots. I know that, but then you have to build a system to handle the 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 new way. They didn't. And guess what? That's I don't think Californians care. Nobody cares. I don't hear a lot of people screaming about where are the results. Why is it taking so long? Well, except for you. No, I think it matters. This is symbolic of everything else that goes wrong. This is why we can't, uh, this is why we lost $30 billion in the unemployment office. This is why they were giving money out to uh, Scott Peterson. 
<laughs> okay. This, this Try is, to make the connection, but sure. Uh, no, there is a connection. You know what it is. It's bureaucratic stupidity and incompetence. That's what it is. It's billions and billions of wasted tax money. It's fraud. It, it It's all that stuff. This is just another example. They called it a more inclusive system. It doesn't include anything. You know what it's really about. It's about puffing up uh, the, the, the woke people's uh, vote totals. That's all. That's I know, all and is. I still can't game. understand so how that not, works. Not, why is it that only progressives vote by mail late? All of these ballots coming in, you see, next dump. That's it. Bass is ahead of Caruso. My prediction right now. Happened in June. It's going to happen again. I don't understand yeah, that. Unless there is some sort of harvesting going on at the last moment. Well, what do you and think? They're out there collecting ballots see, and pushing I people to mail them in. I don't right? live in the land of pretend. What do you think? <laughs> why, would they set, why would you have to set up a harvesting method? Why would you do that? I don't that? know that these were harvested, but... Well, there was a tremendous amount of ballots that were turned in the last yeah. day or mailed the last day, the yeah. election day. Tremendous amount. Well, I have a dark view of human nature and an extremely dark view of uh, the human nature of people who work in government and political parties. Forget about it. Politicians? <laughs> no, they're, 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 it's, it's, it's like a, it's, it's like a, a criminal uh, organization. These I've decided there's only two types of people. The people that are anxious to vote and vote early and vote by mail early and or they line up early on election day, and then the other crowd that just, eh, all right, puts it in the mail or slaps it on the you've election got to, desk. You've, you've got to build a system that makes it run efficiently. That, that's what I expect. I don't really care what other people expect. I mean, government is extremely frustrating and extremely wasteful, and I'm very, very frustrated with the people in this state because nothing really works. It's symbolic well, of it everything in this state that doesn't to work. the essence of it. There's no incentive in government. There's no profit motive. There's nothing in there that would compel people to perform stronger. It doesn't exist. But it's a nonprofit situation. And, but there's so many people who, who uh, are emotionally invested in government, who love government, who pay all these ridiculous taxes, who allow themselves to be regulated to death, I, I mean, uh, to allow, who allow you know uh, tens of thousands of homeless people in the street, all the rampant crime and the criminals running around. I, I, I don't care if I'm the last guy left. I don't want to put up with this. I think I think this is a, a, incredibly in, insane that they take this long to count, to count, and they it's election I, and, month. I, and I can't I can't stand excuses. I hate excuses. Just do it. Execute. Do it right. Prepare. Anticipate. Do whatever you have to do to make the job work. Don't give me your your problems. Those well, that's you. Those are your problems. Your job. The more that these late-counted votes work in their favor, the less likely they are to change anything. And it's going to happen again, probably, and it happened in June. And it happened in 2020, too. All the late votes that came in were Democrat, progressive, left-wing votes. And doesn't that make you suspicious at all? It does. I would like somebody to investigate it. Who what, can we appoint? What, why does it only go that way? <laughs> I don't know. I'm intrigued, too. <laughs> I... I think there's just a, what are they called? Low propensity voters. More of them in that party. That's all I can I don't, think of. I don't see how, how getting, so making giving it, them a mail-in ballot is just, you know, they're lazy, but at least they just sit there at a desk and draw circles. Low and, propensity and low information. I don't, yes. I don't see oh, how, yes. how getting people who probably know the least about what's going on are probably not that bright, don't have any curiosity, and don't even have the energy to, uh, to, to, to walk over to a polling station, giving them... Uh, more access to voting they should have less access to voting one thing i found i was just perusing the vote results that i thought was kind of amusing 
I don't know if you noticed, John, on your ballot, because you don't like to vote for judges, we were supposed to either affirm or not affirm the Supreme Court justices. Did you see that? The state Supreme Court justices? Yeah, I know. It was all 30-70. Every one of them that was on the ballot, it was 30% said no, 70% said yes. So sort of like exactly everybody did the same thing with all the judges. Because they don't know the judges. Right. That's So people who are like, oh, I don't like these people, no. And the 70%, sure, you know, they're judges, and they probably know what they're doing, so... But it was like nobody discerned between all any of them. I think it was four of them on the ballot. Well, how could you? I I mean, nobody's got the time. People barely have time to to learn about. Well, there apparently are websites that give you uh, some guidance. But at the time. All right. We got more coming up, including, of course, the keyword for your chance to win some money. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up after 3 o'clock, our guest will be Andres Benitez. Uh, we've talked about this story since it happened a couple of nights ago. This was the uh, unbelievable uh, car chase story where a guy stole two vehicles, first a van and then a work truck out of Whittier. Well, Andres was in that home in Whittier where the guy entered and grabbed the car, the truck keys, and stole the truck. And people have been coming to help the family. They've got a GoFundMe going that's raised over $90,000. And he has a note on the GoFundMe that, yes, they do uh, have insurance. However, they have to keep the vehicle because it's evidence, you see, because he stole it. And when they cornered him at the gas station, of course, they shot at it with non-lethal force, whatever that was. But it's it's part of evidence in the case against the carjacker. So they need a replacement for their landscaping business. And that's where people have stepped in. You know, also, we heard a story that, that a that's really landscaping not- company was going to Donate a truck until they got a new one. Yes. That's nice that the landscaping company did that, but that's really wrong for the government to seize the truck. Benitez is the victim. Well, why, well, I mean, how how long does it take uh, to take pictures and, uh, you know, gather bullet fragments or whatever? Forensics. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't take long. And then give him back the truck. Can't you do that in a day? Because you, you can know, ask the not, next hour how long it's supposed to take. But. It's not like you have to drive the truck into the courtroom. They can't even get the equipment that's on it. They got their ladders there's, and I guess their no, gardening equipment. See, there's no reason for that. I think this is another example. Who who gets the abuse now? He gets the abuse. Why does he get the abuse? They will give him his tools. The tools have nothing to do with the crime. You want this guy to be sent away for a long time, don't you? Like he was in the past. Well, I think we got I this think guy we, with uh, how many convictions was it? I, I think we've. I think we have charges? video. We have video of the crimes. I don't think they need the ladder in the back of the truck. <laughs> I mean, it's just like use common sense. There is no common sense. Basic intelligence. Everything is done with such diligence that they overlook common sense. They don't want any reason for the case to be thrown out. They're going to sit there with their little dusting, fingerprinting. That's what small little government minds do, isn't it? (laughs) Worried about tiny little minutia just because they have to follow the protocol. Yeah. Well, all right. So, Deborah Mark, are you there? I'm here, Ken. Okay, what did you say at the top of the hour with your first story concerning L.A. County and the masking? That masks may come back. But, okay, I want to be clear on this because the way I'm reading the story is it would be a recommendation, not a mandate. Right. It would be a recommendation by Health Director Barbara Ferrer because the cases are going up, so they're going to wait and see how things look this winter, and it would be in indoor spaces and venues. They have this really stupid, and again, John, government, 
mm-hmm. strange system where they have these tiers that they go through. Mm-hmm. And, and there is one called strongly recommend. That doesn't mean you have to wear a mask when you go into the store. But that's just their little level that they have. The next one would be required. And then, of course, the third one is nothing. They don't issue any recommendation for or against masks. So. I, but again... This is this is like some weird minutiae, silly, for, arbitrary formulas. There's, it there's, is. There's nobody interested in any of this stuff. There's nobody's following this stuff anymore. If if you catch COVID, it's generally very mild. If you haven't figured out if you're in one of the danger categories by now, I don't know what to tell you. If you haven't figured out that you're 85 years old or you're grossly overweight with diabetes, I mean, I, it's pretty obvious who it, who it uh, who it takes out of the population. Well, we're so, now looking at BQ.1 and BQ.11. Yeah. Those are the new variants. B- is, BQ. Is, the, is this the rest of our life we're going to listen to this nonsense? <laughs> it's year three. I'm, I'm, I'm out. Oh, no, most people are I'm too out. Bad. I just don't want people to hear the wrong thing and think that they're bringing back a mask mandate to go into the public places again. Because that's not what's happening. It's just going to be strongly recommend. Since they got- which people, last time they did that, most people ignored it, so... Well, don't you think that the people that are concerned anyway are, are wearing masks now? I mean, yes, and they're... it's very few of them, but you are and, right. And they're very funny. I see two or three a day <laughs> out of the hundreds of people I might pass. I saw a, a, a youngish guy, I don't know, probably in his 20s, maybe 30. I, he's walking down the street in the sun yesterday. Nobody within a block. He's the only guy on the block. I drove by him, and he's got, he's got the full blue mask on. And yes. I just like slowed down the car and I stared at him. It's like, what is with you? <laughs> like, what kind of mental issue do you have? Uh, he looked, well, he was, yeah. it looked young and healthy. And <laughs> I think uh, that's reflective of a personality. You're exactly right. Yeah, right. And so that uh, that's what the mask actually is marking. You can see people who have uh, like uh, some kind of uh, stability disorder. Right. To put it diplomatically, if they're walking or wearing a mask at this point. Uh, the most recent survey I have, and this will tell you exactly how people have tuned out, is that more than half of Americans have either heard little or nothing about the the new booster, what's called the bivalent shot, the one that I told you I got last Friday and Deborah Mark got before me and John Cobelt doesn't care. Um <laughs> So half the people haven't heard about it, and a much smaller percentage have actually gotten it. That gives you the tune-out level of this. Yeah. Because the people were still following this and concerned, at any level, they might have gotten the, the new booster and they're not. So, uh, no, they, they've lost faith. Yeah. And they, can, they, can, they have their own life experiences. I don't need a set of statistics to know what's going on. I don't need the media telling me to know what's going on. You just go through life. You can see that few people are getting it, and the ones who are getting it, it's mild. It's over in a few days. I see zero practical difference between that and people just naturally getting colds from time to time. Nothing. All right. When we return, the student loan forgiveness plan from Joe Biden has hit a real bump on the road. Another judge says, uh-uh, you got to have Congress voting on that. And the response, which took a few hours... The Biden administration finally said, all right, we're not going to accept any applications. You see, uh, an appeals court made that ruling also a few weeks ago, but we'll we'll still take applications for loan forgiveness. 
because it was before the elections. <laughs> That's probably the reason. Now it's after the elections. They're like, well, we may lose this one. Let's hold up on accepting applications for loan forgiveness. We'll talk about the story. We'll also tell you about a survey that was taken. What will people do with the money savings? Now they don't have to pay off their student loans. What do you think people said when they were asked, well, you may have a little extra money every month because you don't have to pay off your student loan. What do you want to do with it? Give you all this coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, we're expecting it might be the same time as yesterday, which was around 4.30, another vote count dump from the L.A. County Registrar's Office. It really wasn't a lot. Is it? Was it 40,000 votes we calculated is what they kind yeah, of dumped out? Was, it was a uh, mayor's race anyway. That was uh, barely a fart. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. Anyway, uh, we will give you that information when we get it. Um, let me throw some numbers at you as we talk about the next story. 26 million people have applied for this. This is borrowers trying to get their federal student loan debt wiped out thanks to Joe Biden. It's ten, up to $10,000, up to $20,000 if you got the government Pell Grants. The government's already approved 16 million applications. It's expected that in total this could cost four hundred billion dollars to do now when we covered this story when biden announced it a few months ago we both researched it had the same response he can't do this he has to have congress approve this he he and he knows he can't do it um and he did it anyway in order to try to buy votes and he knew at some point a judge was going to knock it down but that would be after the election and now it's not going to matter anymore that is the cynical way politicians look at life. Uh, you know, all the true believers out there think, oh, look, he cares about me. He's trying to forgive my college debt. No, he doesn't care about you, and he doesn't care about your college debt. He did something he knew is illegal because it would snow you, and you went for it. And well, now— It got put on hold by the U.S. Court of Appeals in the Eighth Circuit last month. There were lawsuits all over the country, and some are getting heard, and decisions are being made— but, and I thought this was interesting, it was last month, the Biden administration said, we'll continue to take applications because, yes, you're right, John, it was before the vote. Right. Now, a judge in Texas, a federal judge, Mark Pittman, who, yes, was appointed by the Trumpster, said, no, he also agreed that you can't do this. In this country, we're not ruled by the all-powerful executive with a pen and a phone. So he says we need clear congressional authorization for this type of action. This, of course, is after the election. So the Biden administration suddenly announced today, all right, we're not taking any more applications right now. By the way. But if we already have yours, you'll be quick to, we'll be quick to jump on it when we get the go-ahead. Everyone, everyone expects this to end up in the U.S. Supreme Court is where this is going. Where, where it'll get shot down. It and, should. And not because of ideology, because that's what the Constitution says. That's what the that's law correct. says. Otherwise, they're playing with politics. You are right. Yeah. And, and everybody talks about this in very soft terms. Oh, it's forgiveness of loans. It's not forgiveness of the debt. It's a transfer of the debt. Because the rest of us have to pay that $400 billion. That's $400 billion that goes on our backs because this, this college crowd isn't paying their loan off. They signed the papers. They agreed to borrow the money. And they agreed to pay it back. Now, they don't want to. And the rest of us have to pay it back? That's not forgiveness. That's sloughing off your debts onto somebody else. 
So yeah. the Texas case is interesting because one of the reasons that the cases are getting rejected is that they, you don't have standing. But one of them was a federal student loan borrower who is ineligible for relief under Biden's plans because her loans don't qualify for cancellation. So I would say she has standing then. There's mm-hmm. a direct relationship between what Biden's doing for others with student loans and what she's not getting. So that's why the judge ruled that I can rule in this case. There have been a couple already that have been turned aside by the Supreme Court, in particular, Justice Amy Coney Barrett. But um, they were more about standing and other reasons for rejection. Yeah, no, no, nobody has nobody has issued any rulings supporting Biden on the no. merits of the case. Uh, this judge Pittman said, no one can plausibly deny that it is one of the largest delegations of legislative power to the exec- executive branch or one of the largest exercises of a le- legislative power without congressional authority. A hundred percent, the 100 percent correct reading of the Constitution is that the House and the Senate have to decide whether these people get their loans forgiven. Just like there amnesty. Is, you can't give out mass amnesties either. And he without said without Congress's approval. This is not this is not uh, uh, a decision on whether this is a correct policy or not. This is a decision on the way the law is supposed to be carried out. If Congress wants to pass a law and forgive all this debt, they can, and the president can sign it, and then it's legit. Legit. This is not legitimate. And that's not our system of government. And, and Biden knew that. Believe me, he spent over 50 years in government. He knows this. And so do all his lackeys and sycophants. They knew it. It was just to try to, to bribe, you know, these, uh, these millennial voters, these Gen Z voters who don't, you know, because they don't teach this stuff. I'm sure they don't teach separation of powers anymore in, in, uh, in uh, high school and college. Well, the first reading I read is that it may have worked that even though Gen Z voters normally don't vote, more of them turned out for the midterms than usual. So, well, that's well, that that's all that matters. That's why he doesn't care if this gets shot down by the courts. That's right. He just needed to come out on November eighth. It's, it's mission accomplished. Uh, and and by to this. the way, if you borrow money, pay it back. Stop this. If you thought if you thought the uh, the loan was too much, then next time don't sign up sign the paper. So an outfit called Intelligent.com surveyed 1,250 people who applied for or plan to apply for the student loan forgiveness program. And here's their headline. Nearly half of student loan forgiveness recipients will use the relief to go on vacation. There you go. So, you know, a lot of people look at this, oh, they're in such dire financial straits. It's uh, stressing them out that they have to pay off their college loans. When they were asked, all right, now you don't have to pay off the college loan every month or whenever you make the payments. What are you going to do with the, uh, any extra money you may have? Uh, vacations. Yeah, right. So they're not suffering. Uh, smartphones. No. This Drugs is... and alcohol actually came up, too. Oh, of course. Because that's <laughs> what people do. You get, you get a bonus. You, you get, well, it's not even a bonus. They're not being given a check. They're just going to have more money at the end of the month because they don't have to pay off the loan. Right. So with the more money at the end of the month, yeah, they're going to go on a vacation or go have a party because that's what people do. Guess who was 20% more likely to pick these things? Men. <laughs> yeah. Young guys. Men were more likely to say things like, oh, vacation, smartphones, drugs, alcohol, gambling was even in there. You, you think guys in their 20s are planning for the financial future? I mean, did, do people have any, like, experience with, with uh, the human race? 
There's not uh, one. Others not... said they would buy new clothes, eat out at restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> not exactly essentials. That must be the that must be the female response then. Aren't we always told that these people are living paycheck to paycheck? Well, they okay. may be uh, uh, food deprived or no, food no, insecure. See, that's the thing. There's a lot of BS media coverage on this. They may be living paycheck to paycheck, but they don't particularly care. If they get an extra few hundred dollars a month, they'll spend it on fun stuff. Okay, and nobody, nobody is food insecure. That is a totally bogus category. Well, and I think particularly people that have went to college probably are coming from better backgrounds, right. so stronger financial backgrounds. Yeah, so they have food. They generally do, yes. But you right. see, there's, there's two categories. I'm going to put all college uh, graduates into two categories. The ones who get jobs that pay well because they got a degree in something useful and they'll pay back their loan. And, and having that college degree will be financially beneficial over the long run, right? The second group are people who got nonsense degrees in, uh, I don't know, diversity and equity or something. And other than a few human resource jobs, uh, there's no work for them. And they're baristas. And they're having trouble paying off the loan. And they're pissed off and they want to bail out. They're Uber drivers. They're Uber drivers. So if you, if you got a legitimate college degree in a real industry... Uh, where that knowledge is important, then you're going to do great. And if you got one of these new age bullshit crap degrees <laughs> well, that don't have anything useful in them, then, yeah, you're going to struggle. And that's, I almost that's, fit into the first category until the very end because I have an accounting degree and clearly I don't need it anymore. But it was useful for the first uh, well, 10 years as, of my as long seven as you, years. As long as you had an accounting job, yeah. Well, I did, yeah, I right. did. Until... So, uh, I decided to take this dive. Yeah, well. And Deborah Mark, what is your degree? In broadcast journalism. Oh, see, she's still doing it. So, yeah, worked out. Oh, you went to Northridge, right? I did. I have a BA in broadcast journalism. They don't teach you anything, though, in broadcast journalism. I actually learned a lot. And I got to do a lot. Yeah, I did. Look at her today. Exactly. I I took some of those courses in college. What a waste of time. Good Lord. Actually, I have to say, when I went to Cal State Northridge, it, it it was really it was great experience. I mean, we had a TV station. We had a radio station. I did everything you can imagine. They still have it. I know. I mean, I actually taught there, too. But it was it was, oh, well, that's it was why even you're better. Say nice when, things. No, 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 no. It was actually better when I was doing it because you had people there that were really driven. I don't know. I, I Not to say that people that are going there now are not driven, but back in the day. Cough, cough. <laughs> Back in I the went day. to CSUN, have a broadcast journalism degree. Okay, oh, we got two on the show, same place. You are special too. Look at how far it's gotten him. Um, uh, <laughs> look at he's still young. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Something better will come along. <laughs> he is the Duke of Sports. That's all we know. That's right. Uh, see? That's an accomplishment. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, there were many car chases in Southern California. A lot of them are boring, where eventually the guy just lies down on the freeway on his stomach and surrenders. Not in the case of the one the other night who uh, first uh, stole a van. And then he, uh, when that thing pretty much couldn't run anymore, he ran into a family home in Whittier and stole their pickup truck, their work truck, landscaping business. And that may have gotten pretty wrecked, too, when the police eventually caught the guy at a gas station in Hacienda Heights. We're going to talk after the news at 3 o'clock to the son who was in the home when this man came in. We played some of the audio of him being interviewed yesterday. He actually grabbed a kitchen knife because he thought this was a threat to his family, uh, But eventually this guy did grab the keys and went and stole the family's pickup truck. And there's been a lot of money raised for them through GoFundMe. 
We'll talk about all this after three with our guest here on the John and Ken Show. We've been following the Harvey Weinstein trial, as you know, and one of the main reasons for that, <clears throat> this being the John and Ken Show, is because the Jane Doe's that are testifying are going to be asked specific questions about the man's genitalia. Because clearly, if he sexually assaulted you or he was naked in front of you, well, there's something very particular about him that only you would know if you saw him naked. And John remembers well what that particular thing is. And he will now tell us once again. Um, his uh, testicles had been detached and reassigned to his uh, inner thigh. Correct. That's because he had an infection that got really serious, some sort of bacterial infection. Well, it, was, so, it, was, it turned into like gangrene. Yeah, they had to do that, uh, I guess, to save the entire a part. Testiclectomy. Um, a testiclectomy. Mm-hmm. Um, never did find out, though, how that functions, did we? No. Um, <laughs> like, I wondered, can he, because, I mean, that's where, that's where the, uh, the sperm is manufactured, It right? is, yes. It Could is, he right, actually right. still father children with this yeah. uh, reassignment? Or would he just shoot blanks? Right. Yeah. I, because he was seems <clears throat> supposedly pleasuring himself in front of the women, so clearly he was doing that part. Because it seemed like a, a, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, plumbing would get cut there. Don't you think that was a consequence of his behavior, that that happened oh, to him? Oh, yes. Yes. He, he, he bedded down with some... It's like some kind of STD, is it not? No, it had to be. I mean, I mean look, at, look at what he's done. He bedded down someone really nasty. I, I mean, just somebody who is... Well, just... science is a marvel with what they can do. So with that story as an introduction, the testicles and the thigh, we're now going to tell you about a French woman, only known as Karine, age 50, who grew a nose on her arm. Hmm. We're not kidding you. She was ravaged by sinus slash nasal cancer in the year 2013. It was so bad that to keep it from spreading, uh, they had to cut her real nose off Hmm. to get in there and treat the cancer. And they attached it? And it it? did save her life. Did they attach it to her arm or they they grew a new one? They grew a new one. How'd they do that? Uh, well, it says here, the doctors created a custom-made nose using 3D-printed biomaterial and kept it on ice until technology allowed them to go another step. And this year, that structure was implanted under the skin in her forearm where the cells and blood vessels grow into the device over the two months. This story, if you look, John, came with pictures. Uh, one shows the device early on. And then you can see sometime later, it does look yeah. like a real nose on her arm. That is. It looks like a nose is grown out of that her arm. That nose was then removed from her arm and put in place on her face. What happened when she sneezed? Before or after? When it was on the arm. Oh, <laughs> I don't know that that nose sneezes. No? Is it, is it connected to the sinus or is it just growing a... Well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's what you need a nose forward part, right? Excuse me, did your arm sneeze? <laughs> is that a nose in your arm? You're just happy to see me. <laughs> the nose was What's... implanted on her face. The blood vessels inside it were then attached to those in her temples. Uh-huh. She is thrilled. She can breathe better and smell her garden. That was important to her. Wow. I guess we told you about the guy back in May that had a penis growing on his forearm. That yes, I remember that. Yeah. So this is a similar technique, only it involved the nose. I never found out what happened to him when he got excited. 
These are these are key questions, are they not? First thing I think of. <laughs> they they ha- yeah, they have a diagram here. 3D printer created copy of original nose using porous biomaterial, structure implanted under skin and forearm, then the cells and blood vessels grew into the device over 2 months, and then a new organ transfer onto her face and blood vessels were reattached. Patient was discharged after 10 days and says she can smell again. I don't know what it looks like on her face. I would imagine it looks fine and look good on the arm there. I told you about the guy who sat next to me at a counter, at a restaurant counter, and he had no nose. You did, and yeah. he had nothing covering it? No. Just no. two air holes? No, he just turned towards me, and there were just two air holes looking at me, and it completely freaked right. me out. Right, no protruding. Play. No no nose. I just saw, like, right, right just up. Just a flat kind of. Right into his skull, and I was about to eat. And I just, it really freaked me out because uh, I didn't expect it. I didn't know, you know, we were kind of hunched together at the counter. This is at a yes. burger place. Oh. He looks over and it's like, ah, you know, I almost shouted because wow. it's, you just don't expect that. I couldn't eat. I've never gone back there. Every time I Whoa. go there, I think of it. I just... Now, she's going to need a third operation because she doesn't really have any sensation in the nose. She can't really feel it or something like that. Well, she's not going to smell with it, right? Yeah, she can smell. She, she says she can. She, yes, she really smells. wants to smell her garden. Yeah, it's not great. She oh, says, I, but I, it's better than it was before. I just thought it was cosmetic, just so she'd look normal. No, she can smell with it because it's actually with the biomaterial and the way it grew in a form really? with the skin. It's it's not perfect, but it's closer to a real nose than you would expect. You right? know, if I had to give up one sense, it would be the sense of smell. Is that right? Yeah. I guess when you consider the senses, nobody wants to give up their sight or their hearing or their vision. Right. Their vision or their sight. Right. Because most things smell bad to me anyway, so. Yeah. I find it more of a problem than a. Except your perfume. I was going to say, you you would never smell my perfume again. Except your perfume. But. Very nice of you. (laughs) Make sure you put that in there. Most other things and most other people and. All right, our, our guest next is Andres Benitez. I guess I could hold up my arm to you. He said he had just come home from work to the house in Whittier. Can I sniff your perfume? Go away. The family has a landscaping business, and a guy who was part of a police chase came running into their home and eventually stole their work truck. We'll talk about the ordeal. John and Ken KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.